<clears throat> I guess <clears throat> here we go. We're live. Welcome to another episode of a podcast about everything the award-winning, world-famous dog. If you don't stop it with your ass, please. That's Max, everybody. Max is a guest on the show today. You're gonna hear him periodically come in and bark and do whatever the hell else he wants to do because he's the boss. He calls the shots. Let me turn up this game. You guys are going to hear that a little bit, huh? Yeah, let me turn up the gain a little bit. <clears throat> but anyway, yeah, like I was saying, that's Max. He is a five-month. I think he just turned five months. Oh, that sucks, too. You guys are hearing all this, man. Oh, well, we're going to just fucking go with it today. Lucky I'm even doing it today. I am pressed for time, but I got to get this shit out. I got to stay consistent. I got to keep going, as they say. Um, I fucked up the intro, didn't I? I never do that. This is the world-famous, award-winning podcast that nobody knows about. Well, some people know about now, as we kind of talked about in the last episode, and hasn't won a damn thing. It is the podcast about everything. Um, I'm not starting it with music this time, because I don't think it fits for one. Well, I could have made it fit, I guess. But you guys don't appreciate that shit. It takes too much time out of my fucking day editing for you guys to just go past it. And I give a fuck about the songs that I'm playing and how it makes sense. I'm a story type of guy, but if you guys aren't in the storytelling, for one, I don't know why you're here. And for two, you need to find another fucking podcast. Um, we're going to start this podcast off. I'm kind of killing myself from trying this new little... Well, it's not new. I'm just back on it because I got to get these abs in a little deeper than they are. So, no no meat today. No, well, not today, but this morning. Started it off kind of light. A couple eggs, bananas, peaches, grapes. Didn't do the blueberries. I'll do those later or tomorrow. And a green apple with oatmeal, which I really can't stand plain I like to have it with sugar but when you're doing what I'm doing you can't really have it with sugar I know this shit is boring the fuck out of you guys you don't care about this right now but for you fitness people out there I am a fitness freak at this point in my life trying to stay healthy trying to stay here a little longer I've taken awesome years in my 20 in my 20s I'm trying to I guess not put some on but conserve some years um, especially for my daughter's sake to just be around a little bit longer so I've kind of got on the straight and narrow when it comes to the health so I'm punishing myself now um, it wasn't so bad I should, probably should have prepared it before I exercised or had to do everything after the fact so I was pretty famished while I was making this shit but now I'm pretty good <clears throat> I also need to get some water but I got a buy here people if you're not aware of buys are a pretty good drink I think JT or somebody fucking endorses these things, but beyond that fact, I didn't know that he actually endorsed them, and I still was buying them, and they're great drinks, they got a good sale going on at one of the local black markets that I go to, Black Dollars try to support black businesses, um, and they have them for like 15, for 15, they're usually like $3 a bottle, so that was a pretty good find for me, and uh, they're on the low calorie side, I think they're like $5, um, sorry, 5 calories per bottle. Depending on if you get the little, the bottle, like the juice type, or the one that's got the fizz in it. <laughs> I'm going to call it fizz because my brain is shot right now. Um, but yeah, the bottle is like 10 calories because it's a little bit more inside of the bottle. But still, all in all, it's not a very, if you're on a health kick, it's not a bad drink. It's just, don't be looking for it to taste like Hawaiian Punch or whatever the fuck you guys are into. Y'all like that fucking tiki punch and all that sweet shit and Sprite and all that. It's not going to taste like that, but for the health freaks out there, it does taste better than majority of the health drinks that are provided to you guys. You guys should know a lot of healthy shit doesn't taste good, but that's why it keeps you alive for so long. I'm keep looking behind me because I know this damn dog is going to go and bark. But I was introdu- introducing you guys to Max. He's a five-month-old Siberian Husky, pretty beautiful dog, very spoiled. It is what it is. I love him. He's a cool dog, and you're going to hear him from time to time. So, on again on my fucking health adventures and just trying to just stay off of the shit that I used to do. You guys know that my my adventures with THC, marijuana, the mar- the marijuana, the Jane, the Mary Jane, uh, the THC and all that shit it just doesn't work for my brain, so I'm into something new now. I haven't tried it yet. 
Um, I ordered these little sticks off of, I'm going to have to stop that. I'm going to turn that down, guys, because you guys are here the whole fucking day. So I'm going to turn that down right now. And my mic is kind of low, so excuse me again. I'm going to fix this. And if I did that the right way, you guys won't even fucking notice. I'll be able to clear that out because I stopped talking while I did it. Come on, be a professional. Why don't you be a fucking professional, dude? I'm trying, guys. I'm learning as we go. But yeah, man, I'm trying this new stuff, and I just ordered um, a drug test off of Amazon. For one, I want to see how they work. I've never taken one before unless it was for employment, so I'm just doing this one just off the fly because I'm going to, I'm looking for um, an extra job, more employment, you know, better job, better gigs, better benefits, better health benefits, all that good shit. A lot, a larger pay wage, I guess is what it's all about at the end of the day, especially in California where everything is pretty much an arm, a leg, a back, a thigh, and a kidney. I'm going to try to get more employment. So right now, um, since since I, I just want to test to see where I'm at, just want to see how they work, just want to see if I'm clean. I just want to see if me exercising and doing the things that I do when I try to see how THC works in my system. I think everybody's system works differently. They say it depends on body fat, how much you sweat, how much you work out. Depends on how long that shit is staying in your system. And I'm not much of a smoker. Like I told you guys, anyway, I'm not much of a TAC user anyway. But <clears throat> for the person that doesn't typically use it, I like to see how long it stays in my body. Along with me being such a health freak, a fitness person, a gym rat, whatever you want to call it. I want to see how long it stays in my system. But now I'm switching it up. The whole reason for me to bring this up, guys, is because I'm switching the program. Been looking into it for a while, haven't done much research, but now that I'm here with it, I am starting to do research. And I'm going to go into where I do my research at after this. You guys might do it the same way, but I think I'm one of the, what do you call those people, like loners out there that depend on a place like this. It's a very interesting place. But anyway, let me stay on track. I have a crazy mind when it comes to all of the things that I'm thinking about and I want to spear them out at one time at you. So yeah, man, fucking CBD is what I'm getting into right now. I hear uh, I'm an avid UFC listener, watcher, viewer. I love UFC more than anything right now, pretty much more than basketball, football, wrestling. I'm a fucking huge fan, have been for years. And a lot of the fighters use CBD instead of THC. Now, from doing the little research that I've done so far, it takes out the psychosis of it. I think that's right. Don't kill me. Do your own fact checks. But it's it's more of the CBD that helps with, you know, when people have like cancers and pains and, you know, it doesn't have that go that deep. But if you're working out, you have different pains, aches, you know. Things, things that just work and as you get older, things start to affect you as well. Arthritis and all that other type of shit. And they say CBD works wonders. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just try it. I'm going to try it for the simple fact that I do work out a lot. And I would like to stop using Tiger Bonds and Panatrex and Icy Hots and shit like that. Like all this this other shit that's just like provided. And you don't really know what it's doing to you. It seems like it's doing worse than any good. So I'm going to try the CBD. And, and going into the research, not only does it do that, I'm reading... Um, people talk about how they were taking Ambien and, you know, for sleep and, and Xanax for anxiety. And they're like, once I started taking CBD, it, I never, I didn't need it anymore. I didn't have to pay for these extreme priced prescriptions. They're like $20 per pill and shit like that. And you got to go through your insurance company and now. You know, if you get hired at a job or somebody listens to your medical uh, information, they get to see all of this wonderful shit that you would probably like to keep to yourself. Even though HIPAA's out there, there are certain places that, you know, you, you'll go to a, a doctor's office or, or some insurance companies will not insure you if they know that you're on certain shit. So it's just pretty cool to know that there's something out there that you can buy over the counter. You, can, you don't have to go to a dispensary, even though this is where I got my gummies from. I bought gummies uh, yesterday, guys. But I haven't taken them yet. Like I said, I'm trying to take this test. But you can go into a GNC, a vitamin shop. I, I prefer vitamin shop. Uh, and go and buy CBD oils, CBD creams. Um, I don't know about edibles yet. But I will guess I'll have to find that out too deeper in my research. 
But either way, these gummies that I have are six milligram CBDs. And I think they have the slightest bit of THC, it's like two milligrams. But for those who know, typically to be to get that that mental high, that high effect that you're looking for in marijuana. Uh, stoners are looking for high THC percentages. So if you're smoking flour, you might get something that's like at 30, you know, 30% THC. Or if you're eating gummies, you might have um, like somewhere between 10 to 15 milligrams of THC in there. And this one is pretty low, a pretty low dose of two milligrams, I think it was, of THC and six milligrams of CBD. Now, what this does is a a counteractive, almost like an antagonist uh, to the TAC, and it's going to pretty much clear out that that paranoia effect that you get, the 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 feeling of being antsy and and jumpy and shit when you when you're in a high, and it's basically going to leave everything else there for you. So that nice body feeling you get, and the one I have is for social anxiety, so I'm going to love to see how that shit works out. If I can take this instead of taking something like a Xanax or something, that's going to be fucking crazy. So I just wanted to let you guys know, I, like I said, I haven't taken it yet. I want to take this test first. I want to make sure that I'm clean, and then I'm going to take the gummies, and I'm going to take another test maybe you know, maybe two weeks out and see exactly where the TAC, the two milligram of TAC is going to do to me if I will be able to test uh, positive for THC if I was, you know, taking a fucking drug test for employment or something like that. So I just, I just want to just see where I am, how this shit's going to work with my body, how much I'll be able to take and still be able to just jump, go ahead and jump out whenever I need to, to take a test for employment. So yeah, just, just, I'll, I'll let you guys know about that. If you guys are, you know, interested in it, if, if that fucking intrigues you, I would definitely let you guys know. It doesn't matter if you're intrigued or not. I'm going to talk about it because somebody out there is going to want to know about it. I wish someone was talking about it. Maybe someone is, and I'm just not researching podcasts for it. I'm not researching audio. I haven't been on YouTube for it. Um, but, yeah, doing my own research and just reading up on it. You're going to hear those airplanes, too. Sorry, guys. I'm not closing the back door because Max is here, and you guys don't appreciate the shit anyway. Like I said, it takes a lot to edit that shit out, so fuck it. You're just going to hear them. You guys know I'm in the Los Angeles. Come out here and visit if you're here. I know you hate it. It sucks. I know it does, but the weather is cool from time to time. Let me slow down a bit. I'm talking pretty fast, aren't I? That's probably why I just be running out of topics because I talk so fucking fast. But any fucking way. I can't wait to see how this makes me feel. I can't wait to see if this is really going to eliminate some of the pain, some of those aches from lifting iron, pumping iron. Um, see if this is going to help just ease off a lot of the being in my own head type shit when it comes to anxiety and my attitude. See, see what it's going to work like. I can't wait to see how it's going to work. Right now, I'm actually checking amazon to see when they're going to deliver this shit if this was anything else if this was something that i'm just totally wasn't interested in like that that should be at my door like right now but it says it's shipped but it doesn't say that it's out for delivery i've actually worked for amazon before so i know this might mean that i'm going to probably get it later on in the day it's probably going to their second wave probably fucking going out through a I think they give the DSPs the earlier shifts. This one's probably going to come straight from Amazon delivery drivers. If anybody out there is a Amazon delivery driver, guys, I feel for you. It is a hard fucking job for you people who think that job is not a hard job. I advise you just go. They fucking hire all the fucking time. Go ahead and try it out. Do it for a week or two. They pay. They pay pretty good, but it's some extreme conditions when you're being an Amazon delivery driver. So if you are Amazon delivery drivers, big shout out to you. I know that truck is something else hopping in and out. Uh, from stop to stop, and oh, it's a crazy job not being able to use your restrooms. You don't really get your breaks. You don't really, you're not really able to take a lunch. To get you got ten hour shifts, and majority of the time they go longer than that. So big shout out to you guys out there doing that damn job. It's not a easy thing. So if you guys know for sure, um, my kid's birthday. Oh no, wait! Before I get into that, let me tell you why I did my research. I did my research on Reddit. Like I said, us lonelier people out there, the loners of the world, the lone wolves, 
I'm glad there is a place like Reddit out there for us. This is a place where all of us people who would love to be in general conversation with you social butterflies, we go and we actually communicate with each other on Reddit. I know it sounds like some loser shit, but fuck it, man. I'm 35. Maybe I'm at a loser point in my fucking life. But it fucking helps, dude. You know, social media, Instagram doesn't always do it. Facebook doesn't always do it. It does it for some people, but I, 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 I don't like to see that people that I have a direct connection to are that fucking idiotic. So when I get to go to Reddit and I don't know people who are having extremely intelligent conversations, it gives me a little, it gives me a little hope for the world. And I get a lot of research done on Reddit, also Google and dictionaries and fucking the sources, all types of places I get research from. But right now, when it comes to my pocketbook, my no, not pocketbook. When it comes to my phone, I was trying to come up with a cool word there. You guys caught me. It wasn't cool at all. So I'm just going to knock that. When it comes to me digging in my pocket for my phone and I want to do research and I don't want to just act Siri, I'll go straight into Reddit and Reddit has it all from your nasty shit all the way down to your most intelligent topics. It's all there. Like you can find it. I, I like a couple of um, different uh, subreddits that are like mildly infuriating where, you know, you might see like this. This great looking back area that has this beautiful towel and one of the towels are just out of order. For me, for a person with like extreme OCD, that drives you crazy. So they have a mildly infuriating subreddit. Another one is called um, like uh, oddly satisfying where you just see some of the coolest shit that you wouldn't even think about doing. Someone's done it. I've seen a guy drop like a rainbow of marbles over his camera lens and it was the coolest thing i watched it was probably a 15 second clip and i watched it like four fucking times but beyond that you have different type of subreddits um and one of them has to deal with cbd you just search it and it's there people are talking about it conversations where people have gone through different stories i also like to go into it for like relationship advice they have like this this um in-law threads where people just rant about their in-laws, their mother-in-laws or father-in-laws or shit they go through. Um, there's all types of advice on Reddit. So if you guys aren't perfect to it now, go check it out. Reddit's a cool fucking place to be. And, you know, you get your research done. I don't really go there for my sports. I go to, like, Bleacher Report for my sports if it's not ESPN. I just like to have different places to go to. Um, but anyway, that's where I got my CBD shit from. I got all my information from there, and I'm going to continue to get information, and I'll continue to pass that shit along. Each one, teach one, right? That's what they say. But yeah, man, it was my daughter's birthday. It passed. I told you guys that we were going to have a party over the weekend, and it was a great, great thing for her. I, I think it was a good turnout, and she had a ball. That's all that really mattered. Of course, the parents were all just trying to not look at the clock as much and try to talk amongst each other but for the most part it was just all about the kids which is a pretty cool thing um pretty much everybody we invited like showed up it, it didn't start that way though it was a rainy day to begin and it, it sucks because it was like the only rainy and i love rainy days but for this day i didn't really want it to rain and we had uh pay for a time slot because you have to pay for a time slot here and we paid for a three-hour block and they showed up, the place, the people, the people who own this establishment showed up an hour later. I guess they got their wires crossed. The lady came in, didn't know it was happening. So we were uh, literally out there. Uh, they give you about 20 minutes to set up. And we were out there in the rain for about an hour of that, waiting for somebody to show so we can start setting up the party. So that was not a cool thing. Of course, my kid's mom was a little upset. Well, not she was really upset, but... You know, by the end of it, she had a smile on her face. Everybody was okay. So that was a cool thing, I guess. But I just couldn't understand how an establishment can have themselves, their wires crossed like that. Like so much so that you have, you've booked a slot. That means there's this is money. Someone's paid their money and you're going to eventually or potentially lose that money because someone didn't look over their itinerary. The day before, the couple days before, we we were just in there looking at the place three days beforehand. So somebody should have been on top of the P's and Q's. They had to give us an extra hour, which means our party was extended past what our cutoff was. There was a party following right behind it. Those people came in and, of course, they were upset. So they probably made some type of deal with them to say, hey, we fucked up. This party's going to be a little longer 
your party can extend a little longer. You won't be able to set up until they leave. I'm quite sure those people weren't happy about it, but they might have did the same thing that they did for us, which is not only give us that extra hour, but also give us that discount of the extra hour as well because you have to pay for it. So I'm quite sure they gave them a discount as well. I was happy about the discount, to be honest with you. I didn't really want to pay that extra money, but not at the expense of my kid and her family members and friends being out in the rain. But it is what it is. This is life. And we, you know, we worked with the circumstances. We changed things around and things worked out pretty cool. They had a, um, well, I keep saying they, like I wasn't a part of it, but uh, my kid's mother ordered this cool ass donut because we don't really care for cakes. And they had little small donuts that were, the, the outside was made of like Oreos. That shit was amazing. And we did the old pizza thing, and I really didn't eat. Um, <laughs> and then I kind of like complained about it. And I'm like, dude, you had every opportunity to go over there and get some fucking chicken wings. But at the time, I was just really just in the moment. Sometimes when you're when you're in the parent mode, you're just making sure everybody's comfortable. I'm, I'm watching everybody, of course, and uh, my kid's mother's working the room. She's making sure everybody's comfortable, and I got to make sure, you know, the kids got plates and napkins and all that other good shit that comes along with this stuff, man. This is this was our first party thrown for our kid, and I think we did pretty good as a team. So that was pretty cool to know that we actually got things handled. I know I told you guys there were going to be a little bit of arguments and things of that nature, but there wasn't much of that. It was really us against them, them meaning the establishment. I guess everything that could have went wrong happened wrong at the beginning of the day and we weren't pretty much against each other when this shit went down it's really awkward though when you have parents there that um they may have situations of their own you know like you gotta maybe it's somebody's weekend and and the mom has other kids so she's there but then dad has to drop off the other child and it's like it's, it's crazy to see people when they have um what's the correct terminology for it like child custody issues or some shit like that like it's it's really weird and i'm i'm happy that i don't have it to that degree of course when you're co-parenting you have some issues but ours isn't that bad i'm going to sit here you guys are going to get irritated by this but have to knock on wood because anything can happen in this life i have to always be prepared for the worst but i'm talking to you guys from a place of love right now everything's okay when it comes to that stuff but yeah, man, so that the party was good. It was a great turnout. Like I said, my kid had a good time. I know this is going to be a very boring ass podcast for you guys. So I'm almost about 25 minutes in and I think I'm going to have a guest come in today and talk to us about some other shit. And um, I just wanted to make sure I came on and at least started this some bitch. I think today we're going to do a mukbang, probably get some crab and fucking make some of this butter fucking sauce. I know, guys, I just told you guys that I was on this whole thing trying to get my abs right. But guess what? Seafood is great protein. Maybe not so much the butter, but when you're eating the way that I eat and you exercise the way that I exercise, I can pretty much cheat whenever the fuck I like to. But I go hard and I pay for it at the end of the day. I'm willing to pay. And that's what I can do exactly what I do. So, yeah, we're going to probably do a mukbang. Probably record it. I know we're trying to get this YouTube popping. So I hope you guys will be interested in that. I'll tell you exactly where to go for that type of shit. But anyway, let me go ahead and see if my guest is going to be any time or if they're still coming. If they're going to be here any time soon. Just give me a moment. I'm going to place this on pause. You guys don't. You won't even know. I just like to tell you guys because it's like I'm talking to you. But, you know, give me a second. Tried to find a nice spot to come back on. Hopefully that's to you guys liking. I need to stop treating you guys like you don't matter because you do. I just know that when people talk that you just sometimes you might tone out and be like, I don't care about this. So I kind of give you that same energy back. But I'm going to start treating you guys with a little more respect because you are here listening to me. So sorry about that. I hope that shit is to your liking. Sorry, I have to burp. If not, I'll get better at it. We'll get better with the punches and shit like that. I can't just keep telling you guys that you got to fucking deal with it because you don't. There's several different platforms that you can go and listen to. And you probably already listen to several different platforms and just know how much cleaner it is than mine's. But whatever, man. We're here to learn and grow together. So that's what it is. These airplanes fucking suck. I do know that. Max is laying down. So maybe I will close the door for you guys. 
Wanna hear some footsteps? All right, cool. I think that's gonna be better for you guys in the long run, for myself too, when it comes to editing. Yeah, so I just talked to uh, my guests and they said they are willing and still going to come by, but I don't want them to have to do too much. Maybe we'll record a whole different episode. I don't know. You'll have to stick around to see if they join or just read the description in the box that is it below on your platform to the side. I know, I'm not sure where the overview of the actual podcast is on majority of these platforms, but they're somewhere and you can also just read and see if you like that shit. I probably shouldn't be telling you that because you can just read it and decide if you like the topics and not click it anyway, but I'm not going to be that type of person. If you don't, if you're not interested in the podcast, when you read the description, just go to another one. There's there's several ones on on my platform that you can go and listen to that might be a little bit more enjoyable. The new stadium in Inglewood, California is almost built, man. I, I was confused on how it was going to look, but now I see it coming together, and I guess it'll be done by May or June sometime. And uh, I'm bringing that up because I'm extremely excited. If you can't hear it, excuse me for not jumping for joy. Bad back, you know. That's the Lion King scar, if you didn't know. I am a 80s baby. Or is it 90s baby? I was born in the 80s, but grew up in the 90s. I've always been confused about that. Am I a 80s baby? Or if you grew up in the 90s, does that make you a 90s baby? I'm not sure, but the Lion King came out in the 90s when I was a child. So that was a fucking... Uh, that was a that was a, a statement from the Lion King by Scar. I am very excited because I just got the news that WrestleMania uh, 30, is it 37? WrestleMania 37 is going to be in Inglewood, California. It hasn't been in California. I think the last place they hosted was at the Staples Center, and that was like WrestleMania 20 or 21 or some shit like that. So it's been some time since they've been back to California for, well, not California, but Los Angeles for a fucking WrestleMania. They did have it out there in Northern Cal. That was one of the best WrestleManias that I've seen in a long time when Seth Rollins won the belt running down there, cashing in that money in the, money in the bank and um, defeated uh, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Some of you guys do not care about wrestling, but some of my listeners do. I do. I've watched wrestling since I was a child and it's still here with me. I've taken a year off because the content has become very watered down. It's not interesting. It's very boring. The company is is deep diving. Uh, AEW is out there. Uh, haven't even watched AEW like that, to be honest, which I'm not going to lie and act like I'm rooting for one or the other. I do want the content in WWE to be better. It's like the NFL. You would want them to still play the way that they've done. Oh, and let me go into that real quick because I won't do a huge segment on it before I go into this whole WrestleMania spew. But the XFL is looking damn fucking good. I am going to be watching that shit every week. Um, majority of the reason is because I can actually watch it. It comes on, I think, Saturdays is when I seen the games. Their startup week was last Saturday and I was able to watch it. Uh, at work, so I'm going to continue to tune in. XFL is very exciting. They give those hard hits. They're playing like the old NFL, and I enjoy it. And um, I'm going to be rooting for. I haven't picked the team yet, but I'm from Los Angeles, so I guess right now I'm riding with Los Angeles. I forgot their names. It was some some cool. They played uh, Houston. I uh, lost to Houston too, and then they fired the defensive coordinator. I'm like, damn, that's they don't play. Fucking fired them right there on the spot after one loss. But anyway. WWE, WrestleMania, they're coming back. And not just coming back, they're coming to Los Angeles. And not just Los Angeles, they're holding it in my hometown, which is in Inglewood. And I am ecstatic. I always wanted to go to WrestleMania. And I wanted it to be a year that I was in tune. Like I said, I've taken a year off. But now that I know this is happening in 2021, I'm going to start watching so I can catch up to the storylines. I can get interested in some of my favorite wrestlers again. Hopefully Seth Rollins and all those guys are still around and they're still producing and and not injured and doing some of the cool shit that they do um very interested and and jumping back in um hopefully it's not going to be a painful year but i am so ecstatic because i've wanted to go to wrestlemania my entire life even more than the super bowl now the reason that i'm so excited is because not only are they holding wrestlemania this the year 2021 the super bowl is also going to be in Inglewood, California in 2021. So I'm trying to go to both. I can get both knocked out in one year 
in my hometown, which means I don't have to pay for flight tickets. I don't have to pay for hotel stay. I don't have to figure out how I'm going to get from the stadium and, and wherever they're holding all of the stuff for the week. Um, I, it's right there. I'm in, I'm fucking, I'm in fucking walking distance. So I'm excited. It's, it's kind of like, what's the, what's the saying? It's like, um, bittersweet because I always wanted to travel to a different place and experience a different culture. I thought if I would have went to a WrestleMania in New Orleans, uh, that that would have been cool because I could have experienced some of the culture, even though a lot of the culture has been taken away because of the levees breaking and stuff like that. But there's still some aura of old New Orleans out there. And I would would have loved to enjoy that along with all of the festivities that come along with WrestleMania. But I cannot pass it up, especially if it's so close. Do you know how I would feel knowing that WrestleMania is going on, going on down the street? And I'm still watching it in my living room and I can literally hear everyone like that's going to kill me. So that's my mission. I know I'm traveling some this year, um, but I'm going to have to stay in in Inglewood next year for the Super Bowl and for WrestleMania. I am fucking overjoyed. Like as soon as that happened, I text the person I want to go with. I'm like, yo, are you rolling? Let's do this. And they're like, hell yeah, we're going to, I don't know if I can get them to go to the Super Bowl too, but definitely WrestleMania. I'm going to, I'm going to have this person catch up as well. And I'm going to torture them with starting to watch it again for this upcoming year until WrestleMania starts. I don't, I think WrestleMania this year is in Florida. So I'll be watching at home for that one, but I'm definitely going to be in that stadium. It looks beautiful from the pictures and from what I see when I drive past every day, it almost looks like identical to the Rams uh, mascot that that Rams head. That's what I picture it as. It looks like it's going to be lit up nice like a like a fluorescent blue or something like that and it's probably going to have windows at the top. They'll probably be able to be a a uh, dome and a well, a a grass and a turf uh football field. It looks like but it's going to be, it looks beautiful. So I can't wait to be in there and experience it. I think I don't think I'm going to go to any concerts until I actually go to WrestleMania and, and the Super Bowl in that stadium. I want to enjoy it at its highest level. I know they're going to open it up with a couple of Taylor Swift concerts. I think she's the first to be booked there. Uh, I, I want to see if she can sell that place out. Taylor Swift is a pretty extreme, uh, excellent talent. So I want to see if she can sell it out. Probably what that whole Netflix thing was about, just getting people ready for her coming out again i guess I, I would anticipate another album coming that's what be, that would be my guess it looks like that's what's going to happen for uh is it the sofi or so sophie i don't know what the stadium's called i think it's the sofi stadium but it looks great i'm going to keep saying that i'm going to keep expressing my excitement i can't wait for wrestlemania 37 i believe it is and the super bowl wouldn't it be great if the green bay packers were in the super bowl as well Damn, that would just be a dream come true. When shit like that happens, you start to just think of your your mortality. Because I'm like, yo, that's too good to be true. Am I am I not going to make it to see this Super Bowl in, in WrestleMania? And am I going to be able to see it? And then all of a sudden, I'm just taking off of this earth. That's where my brain goes. Weird as I am, I know that's some crazy shit to think about. But I think about everybody else who has plans to do something that they've been looking forward to for so long and then you just hear about them passing so i'll keep you guys posted and then um if these motherfuckers just stop coming i guess you know how my fate turned out but anyway we're gonna hope for the best and hopefully i'm sitting in one of those fucking seats and and hopefully it's safe and everybody enjoys themselves everybody stays safe i hate when people go out to like places like vegas and miami and they've been planning for it for half a year and fuck around have too much too much to drink or take too many drugs and something bad happens and unfortunate happens to him. It's like, dude, you planned this whole thing for half a year only to get into some bullshit, you know? That's fucked up. Like, on a higher level, it's like, more extreme note, like the people that's, that went down there to Las Vegas like anybody else does, went down there to listen to some country music and all of a sudden, it's just a fucking terrible situation that occurs. Nobody, I wish that on nobody. You want everyone on earth to be safe and to pass away of natural causes. Of course, that doesn't happen in this life, but that's just the way I feel. I don't think anybody deserves to go out in extreme cases, which is why I like watch those crazy ass serial killers and shits like, dude, you didn't have to do that. Like this person had a whole life 
They were born. They had people who loved them and took family photos and baby pictures and just, you know, all of a sudden you fucking pick them up on the side of the road and fucking kidnap them and chop them up in fucking pieces and put them in a barrel and leave them on the side of the fucking road or put them in some fucking lake, man. Like, no, like, oh, fuck, it just kills me. I, I can't go for that shit. So, anyway, I'm going on another fucking whole nother level here. I'm going on a whole nother route. We don't need to go here on this podcast. That's not what this motherfucker was about. I was expressing my excitement, so that's where the fuck I'm going to stay. Can't wait. WrestleMania again for the 16th, 50 11th time. WrestleMania 37 is going to be in Inglewood, California, and so is the fucking Super Bowl. My city's going to be fucking lit, dude. And there's also going to be a lot of people that I can't stand. It's coming from different places that don't give a fuck about our community, and they're going to trash it, but that's what goes with the territory. Take you, you give a little, you get a little, I guess. Anyway, we're, we're 35, man. Shit, what the fuck am I going to do? I'm, I'm just I'm just waiting on this guest here. My guest is here, of course, but uh, that was the sound the dog heard. It amazes me. He knows the sound of the car, and he just goes buck fucking wild. But, yeah, pressure. Um, he was pressuring him, wouldn't let him get to the center of the octagon, and that's why I gave the decision to John Jones. Of course, there's still a lot of people who are going with Dominic Reyes simply for the fact that a lot of people aren't John Jones fans. And for those people, I say, fuck you. And he lost. Either way it goes. They'll rematch it. We all know how John Jones does in rematches. He's going to destroy that kid. And if not, that I believe Dominic Reyes is going to be at the top of that division for a while if he's able to take out John Jones, the king of the lightweight division, for the last decade, John Jones has been the champion since 2011, and it's going on 2000, and or it is 2020. He'll be a decade in in a year. I believe he's going to go up to heavyweight, but we'll see how that shit works. Again, I don't know if I ever talked about the Conor McGregor fight. I'll have to go through a couple of my podcasts. Uh, from a couple weeks ago to see and if i didn't then i'll definitely give you guys a rundown on how i viewed that fight i think i did because that was with donald cerrone but if i didn't i would definitely get back to that card but switching on from fighting i am i was looking at a movie last night uh with uh, my guest that's supposed to come on today but i think we might save it for another podcast uh we might just go and start this mukbang situation but uh, ran across uh, us, or yeah, I think this that not this is us. That's ABC, which is a fantastic show, by the way. But us, the Dominic, or not Dominic. What am I thinking? Jordan Peele. I'm happy. I was trying to explain to her that I'm happy that Jordan Peele is a director in my favorite genre, which is horror. I'm just not too thrilled about his last attempts at making movies. Get out was great us is good well get out is not great it's great in comparison to us if you ask me now here's my gripe with jordan peele and i and i absolutely love this dude as a director and producer it's just i want him if if he's a horror buff like he says he is like if he's on that verge of this is what i want to do because everything he's put out so far to, to this date has been horror films and he said this is what he wants to corner this is the market that he wants to corner like I told you guys in so many different podcasts and even if you look at the graphic design of this podcast you'll see several different gems of different horror movies that are at the top of the top when it comes to extreme now I don't need him to go that fucking deep in it but there are, there are films that kind of tiptoe that line and that's what I expect from him because he knows exactly what the fuck horror is. Now, when it comes to Get Out and This Is Us, or Get Out and Us, I keep saying This Is Us. It's a great show. Fucking forgive me already. Is It's like Midsummer or fucking um, Hereditary, you know, where I hated to, I, oh, I hate it. I, I didn't want to say this, but it's like, it's not your, it's like Sesame Street horror. Like, yeah, people love the scenery. They love the creepy music. They love the, the tension that they get. But it's 
it's nowhere where it could be. And and that's my problem with it's not bad. It's it's totally not bad. It's not hereditary bad. And I need to go back and watch Hereditary again. I'm not gonna watch Miss Summer again. That movie was fucking terrible. But Hereditary was okay. It it almost got to the point where it could have been a great film. But Get Out, I had I didn't appreciate Get Out as a work of as a body of work until I seen Us. Because Us was your stereotypical high school, let's go out on a date on a date and I'm we can be scared together. Like it's teenage fucking scary almost. Like scream or some shit. And I, and I know he can go there because he seems like a weird ass fucking dude. So why not do it? And I think it all has to do with him maybe laying out the groundwork and not wanting to go too deep too fast and lose a core audience of people who really don't want to be that rattled when they go into a, a scary film. Fine, smart, I see it. But you've got to give us hardcore horror fans something. Maybe you start making shorts or you know you start doing something cool like they used to do when it came to comedy when all those popular comedians couldn't get out exactly what they wanted to do in films and they and i forget the website that it was like funny or die or some shit like that and they put out their own little different type of works there give us something to let us know that you are thinking about us that you can go that deep into depth and and we and we can look forward to something now again i told her well I'm excited to see Candyman because the script is already laid out. It's a remake. So now I want to see what you're trying to do visually. If you can try to captivate an audience and go deeper than what was done in the 90s. You can't give me exactly what I seen in the 90s. Everything has changed when it comes to the things that you can do with what you're trying to get out visually. And exactly what I seen in us, it could have went deeper visually. But he... he it was kind of like he wanted to play, like like my guest said, I get it. You want that psychological horror, like a, like a Section 8 or something like that. And it's like, yeah, okay, but he can still go deeper that way too. And the best scene for me when it came to us was when the doppelganger and the original, the woman, the human, uh, I'm sorry, where they were face-to-face inside of the underground place where the doppelgangers are doing their thing. And she finally gets the the doppelganger is finally going to kill the human, and she wraps that fucking uh, handcuff, the the braces on the handcuff around her neck, and squeezes, and you can hear the bones breaking in her neck, and she screams and lets out a scream. I'm like, okay, now that's fucking horror. That's what I want to see. That's something where if you were to put yourself in those shoes, either being the antagonist or the victim, you're like, yo. This is fucking, I would hate to be in this situation. Nobody would want to have to hear someone's bones cracking in their neck. Nobody would want that shit done to them. That's what I call captivating horror. And it, they did it right that one time. Everything else for me, like, okay, you got a bat swinging. You got a kid who's about to snap and get burned. You're going to back into fire. Um, the little girl who gets caught inside of the tree, like, okay, yeah, that's cool, but it's more, that's still teeny bop to me. So I hope that he just goes deeper when it comes to actual, the actual visuals. He's going to be forced to do so in Candyman. The script's already there. You, you can't have this be a psychological film like that unless you're going to change the whole fucking script. So what are you going to do that's different from this film? And that's basically give me what they couldn't do in the 90s unless you were like dealing with foreign films or fucking films that were just almost banned in certain fucking countries and shit. And then we didn't see him until later when we had the internet. So now it's time for you to go into a deep dive, dude. I'm ready to see the Candyman. Yeah, you can still play with sounds and music and shit like that. But I'm going to need you to give me a visual effect. Something that's so believable that I'm like, dude, I can't wait for the next piece of work. I think that's what people were complaining about with the Twilight Zone um, franchise that's just come back that he's hosting. It's like, yeah, but the original was so much fucking creepier. How can, How is the original, the black and white, creepier than what you're able to do now? With the type of gra- with the type of things you guys are doing with CGI and all this other shit and the great actors and how you know everything has pretty much come to, to to be the greatest production we've ever seen in this time and lifetime, and you're still not fucking hitting it on the head. You're still not knocking it out of the park. So 
I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Jordan Peele is a terrible director or producer or anything like that because he's not. I just think he's taking his time. It's more of a slow burn and we're going to see this dude sort of progress along the way. I would hate for him. I would hate for myself to have to see this if this is all he's got to give. Because you got some directors out there, Del Toro, you got crazy motherfuckers like Ron Zombie, and there's another one out there, I forget his name, but he's at the top of the list when it comes to fucking horror films. I'll have to look it up real quick. Just give me one second. Directors like Lars out there, like these dudes are going to the depths when it comes to horror, and it makes you not want to watch their films anymore. So I hope Jordan Peele is able to do that um, when it comes to some of his upcoming acts some of his upcoming debut or, or his upcoming films and of course i'm going to be here to go ahead and review those with you um so right now i'm about to go out and start this whole festivity of picking up this seafood and i'll let you guys know how that shit goes uh once i get back okay so you you guys are in for a treat you guys are in for a treat and i'm stuttering right now because i have to figure out where this track was it, it popped up at the bottom Forget that whole mukbang situation. We're about a week removed from that right now. And the last cut that you guys heard when I was talking about uh, the UFC fight, I did a whole fucking segment. But as I was editing today, I realized that I didn't... There was some type of distortion that was going on and there were too many fucking chops. Not purposely. My mic wasn't picking up the feedback from me speaking into it. And there were too many gaps for me to even try to make that work. You guys probably would have stopped listening to the podcast, not just this episode, but in full. So when you hear me come back on and I say, oh, my guest is here, but moving on into John Jones, this is why I picked John Jones. I did a whole UFC segment. I talked about that whole 247 card. You guys just missed it, so... I'm not going to even try to go back and do it for you. To be honest, we can have a different conversation about it. Maybe I can. I can just speed it up. It was a great fight, but I don't even think you guys care. And right now, I'm not in the mode to talk about that fight. But what I can tell you about is what's going on right now today in my life, which you're kind of going to hear on episode 10 because I'm releasing two at one time. And it's kind of going into that. So I'm in a peculiar space here because this job... That are where I'm at now, they they want you to text the supervisors information about your clients. And that's that's not that's violating a a HIPAA a couple of HIPAA laws. There's a couple of HIPAA violations there. Now I'm aware of this because I was in medicine for a while. I was a lead technician. For a major corporation for five, six years. Somewhere between five to six years. Yeah. So I know all about this world. And I'm like, you can't do what you guys can't do. We can't do what you're asking us to do right now. So I've watched these text messages. They're even doing it in group messaging. Again, you'll hear some of this shit in, in the next podcast that's coming out. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, I know legally I can't do this. Morally, I can't do this. And just to make a honest wage, in good faith, I can't do this. These people, they don't even know that their private information, uh, private health information, which we call PHI, is being violated now on a daily basis. This has been going on for some time. So I haven't actually been back uh, to the location since they've started this this new thing here. Um, but when I get back and they ask me to do this, this is when I'm going to just go ahead and explain to the person right above me that, hey, this is um, against these people's rights. And I can't in good faith and good conscience do this. I have a license through the board of pharmacy. If anyone was to find out about this, a lot of people would be not only reprimanded, depending on how far it goes, how long it's gone, people could for sure lose their jobs. There'll definitely be a civil suit. They'll they'll look for jail time. 
And because I know this world, because I am linked to the board and I should know better, I would definitely, my license would definitely be null and void. It would be revoked from this point forward. So uh, either you guys going to have to let me go or if you continue to do this practice, I'm going to have to resign. You're going to have to have someone else take the pictures of my shift. Like I'll send you the other pictures that you want, as long as it doesn't have to do with these these clients. But I'm not going to do anything to violate their privacy just for your own comfortability because someone doesn't want to get off their ass and just drive to different locations every day. If that's what it is, someone will just have to reimburse you for mileage. But you can't do it the way you guys are doing it. This isn't a private network. This is like, all right, if you were at Kaiser, Kaiser has their own network of information that I can't tap into unless I'm an employee. You guys are sending these through various different phone companies. This is just a text message. There's nothing that's confidential about this. If I was to lose my phone, if my phone was to be stolen, if someone was to just hack into my account, they have all of these people's information. You can't do that. That's like me working for a bank and I just have people's access to their social security numbers. I have access to the largest of their accounts. I have access to their money, their PIN numbers. And you're asking me to text this to different employees inside of the inside of the company. That's illegal. <laughs> you can't do that. So unfortunately, I don't think these people are aware. I know there are loopholes. I know there is a gray area. I've been researching it just to make sure I'm not going to overstep my boundaries. Um, but still, like I said, with that, you can take the you can take the chance of running the risk of being caught. And then, of course, whoever is over these people, they can definitely counter with a civil suit on not knowing that these people were sharing this type of information over your cell phone providers networks. We don't even all have the same cell phone providers. So this is just a nasty situation. This is where I am right now with it. This is where. I've been thinking about, I'm sorry that you guys had to hear that nasty little situation with the cut there going in the UFC. If you guys wanted to hear about the UFC, then I'm sure once I talk about the Conor McGregor fight, I'll also include UFC 247 as well. But I just wanted to talk about this because this is really weighing on my mind right now. It's like, um, I just don't understand where or why they thought this was going to be okay. And it's really not. So find myself in a bit of a conundrum here. I'm a, I'm in a pickle, you know? Some people say they like the cucumbers better pickled. I don't fucking know. Who knows? But this is this is where this is what I'm faced with right now. So, like I said before, it's, it's a growing company. I see they're trying to do the right thing for people in certain in, in bad circumstances. Just caught themselves making some mistakes and this that and what have you. And I can see it being a big company, but when you're making Moves like this because you have uneducated people at the top of the chain um, and you may be just going about things blindly. You probably just don't know, you know, but at, that's no excuse. There were things that I was doing at 20 years old that I had no idea was an offense and I didn't know until somebody came and picked me up and put me in a paddy wagon. You know, that's how the fucking shit works. So me knowing better, I can't in good faith do this. They can continue to do it. I'm just saying I might have to be taken out of the equation. I won't take that chance. I won't take that risk. I take this type of shit too serious because I've done it for too long. I've been in the health care business for too long. I've liked to help people for too long for me to sit here and allow people's rights to be violated. Um, but yeah, so I thought I would just come on here and try to fulfill my obligation to this hour. I didn't want to just shortchange you guys and not tell you exactly why that damn thing skipped like that. And you didn't get the whole UFC segment. But it was basically because this mic somehow was catching feedback. I know me and Max were rumbling around a bit and maybe there was too much going on with the doors closing and uh, the guest, my guest did show up, but we decided not to record that episode. We actually did a whole episode with her. So you guys will be getting that one as well. Um, but I didn't want to just leave you out there in the blue and have this podcast look crazy. It's still going to look crazy because I am doing this towards the ending of the podcast only because I'm dealing with when that happens, there's a separate track that goes underneath your main track. 
And in order for me to shift that down to the right to give myself more room to record in the middle there, I would also have to move about maybe it's probably 80 something of these small tabs here that have been all chopped and broken up. And I would have to move those as well. It's too time consuming and I already have my 10th podcast that's coming right after this one scheduled for 10 o'clock a.m. to be released. And here I am finishing up this one at nine and I need this one to come out before that 10th one. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to explain it. Like I said to my audience, we're learning, we're growing. Um, but what I will talk about to end this podcast is a television show that I've been watching. This It's very fucking intriguing. Uh, and I don't watch these type of television shows anymore just because I, you know, once you've been through something in your life, you, you, something easily can hit one of those memory strands and you'll go right back to that place. It's kind of like if you were the right music and you write music in a bad place. Once you hear that song or have to perform that song, you're going to usually go back to that same space. So I don't usually watch television shows like Live PD or um, Cops or, or, or um, Locked Up Abroad and shit like that. Like I, I'm not into it because of fucking First 48. Like that shit's too deep for me. Uh, and being in those situations where someone basically is not even looking for the truth. They're just looking for a way to put somebody away. And then you get to the position where the people are put away. And if you've been to jail or even just a holding tank, you understand that situation is fucking nuts. It's crazy. You wouldn't wish that on anybody unless they absolutely deserved it. There's a lot of people out there who just end up in a situation where they're in jail for 20 to 30 days for fucking traffic tickets and shit like that. I don't think they need to be in a controlled setting like a prison or jail system. So because of that, I don't watch shows like this. But I have started to watch this show called 60 Days In because I didn't know what the fuck it was about. And I found out what it was about. And first, I thought it was a show like, oh, you, you got maybe seven CEOs who are competing for a chance to be a actual or seven potential CEOs competing for a chance to actually uh, get a job in one of these prison systems. And it's totally the opposite of that shit. It's some wild shit. It's fucking seven normal civilians. I think on this episode or on this season, I'm sorry, season one, there's actually a cop that's involved here. But for the rest of them, you, you got to stay at home, mom. You got a teacher in there and they're going 60 days in to see what the prison systems are like, what it's like to be an inmate, and if they'd be able to survive for 60 days. And I don't understand why you would want to do that. Like, we're, and don't get me wrong, some of these motherfuckers are as weird as I am. It's just I don't have this type of weirdness to me to want to, who, I don't want to go to jail. So to see some, some people that want to do this, and the, and the situations are real, you read, you meet some real motherfuckers in there. And they are scheming and they are, you know, you're starting to see fights and you see how this underworld works inside the belly of the beast. And I'm like, this is fucking intriguing. I don't know how long I watch it just because I don't want this karma coming back my way. I don't want to laugh at this shit. And then all of a sudden I see see myself in fucking one of these systems for some bullshit. So, uh, <laughs> look, I could do it. I could be in this situation because of the situation I just told you guys about about 10 minutes ago. So. I don't know how long I'll be watching, but guys, I'm watching 60 Days In. You can join me on this fucking journey if you want to. I'll tell you if I actually have the balls to go into season two <laughs> with, you know, with the type of conscience I have, the way karma works in my life. I don't know if I should be playing around with this shit, but I am going to try to finish the season. There's a guy in there by the name of Robert. He is a fucking clown. If you guys are joining, if you have seen this fucking show before, let me know your thoughts on Robert. I do think he was smart enough to know, hey, let me go ahead and violate one of these rules real quick and they'll put me in solitary confinement for 30 days. I wonder, is he going to go right back in just to go back uh, to, to solitary confinement for the rest of his 60 days? He would be a smart motherfucker if he did that because they were on to his ass. His story was un unbelievable. He talked about stopping on the 65. He got caught at a stop sign. And the, and the inmates is like, motherfucker, I'm from here. There's no stop sign on fucking 65. Who are you, you fucking cop? Then the guy goes into a church setting where they, they hold prayer and stuff. And he starts telling the inmates how he would never, you know, uh, these guys are better than 
uh, child molesters and shit like that. It's like, no shit, Sherlock, but why are you saying this shit inside of a fucking prayer meeting? Like, are you trying to get these dudes riled up? Because one of these dudes will fuck you up over the statements that you're saying. You have no idea if you're in there for some shit like that. And these guys have no idea if you're actually a fucking child molester, dude. So this guy was off the fucking chain. This show is crazy as fuck. I'm going to stop here and I'm going to start to edit the rest of this episode. This is all I have to do is edit this little segment here. But thought I'd just let you guys know what the hell was going on. Again, this is a podcast about everything. I will see you inside of episode 10. If you didn't like this one, that one's a lot better, I think. I love this one, to be honest with you. I didn't think it was going to be that good, but I did, I did okay. Anyway, same bad time, same bad place, Bruce Wayne.